What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. And that's you. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Friday night. We are here on Friday night with a historic stream. We're going to talk about 304 v. Wade in the building. Shout out to 304 v. Wade. Uh, just got overturned, and we have some people who are mad, mad. All right, let me just say this right off the beginning, right off the rip. <laughs> When I was taking speech classes in college and in high school, I was a lover of speech. I used to take speech classes. So I took the speech class, I think my junior or senior year, I can't remember, senior year, took a speech class. One of the subjects we could not touch was 304 v. Wade. All right. The, the, the professor, the teacher in the class was like, no 304 v. Wade. All right. No, you can't talk about that. And uh, it's off limits because it was controversial even then. So this was in the early 1990s. Back in the 1990s, I'll be praying that a 304 don't find me because she got a gang of kids, nappy headed and all dirty. She's getting pimped by your brother. That's dirty. I saw her hanging in the alley, bringing to her friends how she's 304 and in the valley all by herself on a 304 stroke coming back home late night with the bankroll. All right. So, uh, you know, a chick like that makes me sick. But I heard that she, <laughs> anyway. And that's you. Anyway, man, evening show today. We're going to talk about that. Even when I took a speech class in college, I took two speech classes in college. I took argumentation, argumentation and debate. And um, I took argumentation and debate. And that was a great class. Both speech classes in college, they was like, y'all can't talk about, y'all can't talk about 304 versus Wade. So anyway, we're going to talk about 304 v. Wade and why people are upset. We're going to look at the statistics related to this. And I'm listen. I'm everybody always asks me, am I a um, am I a um, am I pro life or pro choice? I tend to lead lend myself over to pro life, although I'm probably 75, 25, probably 80, 20. All right, something like that. And it depends on the situation, right? It depends on the situation, obviously, but. You know, when I'm when you're talking about women, you got to hold them their feet to the fire. You can't let them wriggle out of the situation. You know what I mean? And because what they'll tell you are lies. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. And they'll tell you what the idea, what, what they're getting termination of pregnancies for. But when you look at the statistics, it ain't even close of what they're talking about. <laughs> it ain't even close. So you got to keep 304s accountable. You got to keep them accountable. Because if you don't and you give them a gray area, they're going to find a way to wriggle out of that gray area. And that's what they're doing. So we're talking about that. We should get to the John Deloney video. I'm wondering why my AC ain't kicking in. All right. My downstairs AC is blowing hard. Pause. But I'm, my upstairs AC is tripping. <laughs> mm. I'm going to be up in here melted. Chocolate skin, melted milk duds everywhere. And ladies, the CGA melts in your mouth, not in your hands. All right. So anyway, mm. um, anyway, you guys know how that works. Um, by the way, to let your voice be heard, it's a little bit blacked out, whited out right there. Dollar sign, CGA live right there on the bottom of the right hand side of your screen. Also, also, <laughs> you should also uh, check me out on PayPal and I'm going to type it in as I talk. Let me see if I can do it. And I already made a mistake. I didn't pass typing class. <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, man, this is disastrous. Typing and talking at the same time. No bueno. No bueno. Let me put the PayPal up over here. Jeez, I got to even stop the whole damn show. You should see all the errors I'm trying to type and talk at the same time. Just not possible. It's just not possible. 
How about them ladies that that be in the family court? All right, the ladies that be in family court typing on that little shorthand machine, and they be like, I wonder, do they go back and look and like, what the hell was I talking about here? We're going back to the transcripts. All right, if you've never been to court, don't be, be the court. Yeah, I should do. Y'all asking me to use shortcuts? Come on, man, I'm an old man. I got money. Y'all asking me to do shortcuts. Hey, do a shortcut. Do, do copy paste. Use your home keys, coach. Mm. <laughs> come on, man. All right, come on, man. Oh, man, I'm too old for all of that. Y'all be like F3, F1, F5. Not me. Mm. I got to type it all in like the old man. You know what I mean? Put my glasses on. I'm going to be like this, like, oh, shoot. Hold up for a second. Let me see something here, Shunny. All right, let me look over the top right quick. Let me see. All right, put that WWW. Mm. <laughs> By the way, these glasses are cool. These are my gunner glasses. Gunner. These are my gunner glasses. This helps ca cancel out the blue light. This helps cancels out the blue light. This is a podcast, y'all. Relax and chill for a minute. So anyway, <laughs> one finger typing. Let me see what we got right here. Here we go. Let's go. HTTP. Mm. All right. Anyway, uh, it cancels out the blue light. I should wear those during the stream, obviously, because I got lights here, lights here. I got my monitor up. Um, hey man, great show. So, oh, by the way, get some members content over there, coach Greg Adams.locals.com, and then also on patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. You get the money mindset streams at the $50 level. We're gonna have a blast this Sunday with the money mind stream in the building. All right, man, without further ado, all right, let me acknowledge the earlier contributors to the show. All right, to the show already kicking in. Whoa, oh my goodness. By the way, hit the like button. I haven't been harping on the likes, but I did notice the last couple of streams, the like button wasn't getting ticked the right way. Okay, 2,000 people watching, 750 likes. Do me a favor, like the video, get this message out here. People need this part of the message because there's a lot of people who are quite frankly confused by the data and the information people are out here giving you related to these topics. I give you the real. I know it's the painful real. It's the painful pill. If there's any color pill, it's pain. But this message needs to get out to more and more people. By the way, my studio is coming together just a little bit. It's not where I really, really want it. I can't get my light. It's cer certain things aren't working, but it's getting closer. All right, we're getting closer day by day. Shout out to Noel in the building. Appreciate you for hitting us up right at the end of the stream earlier this morning. Sammy, we're going to call you Sam P in the building. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that contribution. What was that? That was like an hour ago. Appreciate you. Dame Digital in the building. Thanks for the consistent content, coach. We are bike in the building. Yes, indeed. Who else are we calling here? I told you to do Texas, coach. Shout out to you. That's my man, O. James, in the building. He said go to Texas. All right, don't go to Texas, man. They'll mess you up. All right. Is this your bag? Shout out to Eddie Murphy. <laughs> of him talking about when he went to Texas and he all the racism he was looking for in Texas. Shout out to Texas. Texas is another great place, favorite place of mine. Maybe one day. Sending this one out says, outraged by black XXs shows you were right again. I mean, <laughs> get the book, The Evolution. It basically will tell you where we're going. Um, luckily, we have the Supreme Court in the situation that it's in for them to go ahead and take a stab at overturning Roe v. Wade, historic, man. I'm going to tell you how historic this is. This is a major, major day. And of course, here you go. They're, they're, they're showing their true nature. These are the women that you want to roll the dice with. These are the women that you want to 
build a legacy with, and they're preoccupied with deleting your baby. <laughs> they don't care about you, bro. They preoccupied with deleting your baby. That's what they want to do. Um, and these are the people that when when it's time to vote, they get you in here. Uh, they start telling you you should have did Biden. They start telling you all the politics that how could you not vote for this person? Well, you see what their politics are. I, I, it's no it's a no brainer why my political beliefs are different than yours. OK, because soon as you get a little bit of leeway and a little bit ahead, this is what you're trying to tell hey, me. I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote. We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. <laughs> Goddamn! I'm worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But goddamn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. Remember when I told you, do not get on the same page as their politics. This is where their politics leads you. All right. I, I don't know why, why you guys do it. Your politics should be, as a male, as a masculine man, should be leaps and bounds. Just It should be 180 degrees different than their politics. It shouldn't even be close. I You should be almost non-agreeable on all political issues at this point. <laughs> if they're progressive, I'm almost non-agreeable. Almost everything that they bring up, I'm like, I don't agree. <laughs> and it's not because I'm playing a role. I don't agree. I'm like, hell no, I ain't going for that. And so then they appeal, Try to they try to appeal to your senses or to your emotions. I'm sorry. They try to appeal to your emotions. They eventually say, yeah, brother, but don't you need us to get our reparations, brother? I'd be like, I don't care about that neither. They'd be like, God dang, bro. They're like, where you find this one at? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And you know what then they do is they write me off. All right, they're like, they are disgusted by my behavior. This is reprehensible. This is despicable. <laughs> they like, what kind of shuffling Uncle Tom? Oh my God, you probably like white girls with long stringy hairs and flat backs and nice little bolt-ons, just very tiny ones. You probably like, uh, you probably like conservative white girls in them pretty little dresses they wear on Fox News. Yeah, we shuffling already. Yes, indeed. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You probably like white girls with long, blonde ponytails and yoga pants and long necks and nice little lips that I can... All right. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. I'll stop. Foldable. You probably like foldable, small, petite, dress size three, pretty feet, red toenail polish, pale porcelain skin, white girls. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? All right, all right, I'll stop. All right, man, that was purely for your entertainment in the building. Who was describing these people? Is that it's, it's like you just know them, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, anyway, 
as you can see, sisters, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for me to get you back over there. Y'all gonna have to do a whole bunch. I mean, y'all gotta catch up. I mean, y'all y'all game is slacking on y'all slacking on your pimping. Shout out to the queens in here. There's some things that I love about you guys. You know, I can't lie and all, <laughs> Coach Jangles. I can't lie and all. There's some things that I do like about you. I mean, would you like me to describe them? Nope. All right, we'll continue with the show next time. Simon Small says, I'll catch the replay. Nasty boys up in the building. Shout out to you. Dr. AMG says, protect CGA at all costs. Yes, indeed. And the cost is Jasmine Rice. Appreciate you, man. We are back. No Drift says, hit the junior college. Less stress. I got money. I'm about living that stress-free life, that peace, quiet, and freedom life. However I have to get there, that's how we're going to get there. I don't care. Shout out to J Flow. Congrats, gents. You won in the building, Coach Gang. Hey, you guys thought the courts were going to be 100% against you? You know, I mean, things are swinging our way. I, I did a stream back in the day talking about the pendulum swinging. And, you know, little by little, it's it's swinging. You know, you have the student loan debt. You have the recession. You have the women saying that they're burnt out from work in their careers. So I could focus on my career. I mean, I at my book, the evolution basically told you something's got to give when it comes to this feminism thing because we're literally living a false reality. And I said, at some point, the barbarian is going to hit the gate. And um, I'd be interested to discuss who the barbarian perhaps was uh, to start the pendulum to swing back. There's some other things that need to happen. But listen, when you get when you get a win, we got two wins in the last couple of days due to the Supreme Court. All right. Shout out to Eugene Morgan. It says, as Ice Cube said one day today, or he said, he said once said, today was a good day. Today was a good day. When when the righteousness wins, when righteousness wins. Yes, sir. Christian says, uh, they're saying it's a constitutional right. Your opinion, a constitutional right. There's nothing in the Constitution that talks about terminating your pregnancies. There's zero. There's zip. And so they worked so hard to get Roe v. Wade into the um, they probably tried to make a constitutional amendment. There's no constitutional right to uh, murder anyone. I mean, now that I mean, when you then bring in the science of it, then you start talking about science and now you got to compare the science. But uh, we're going to get into that. By the way. We're going to get into that, what the numbers are telling you. And again, if you agree or disagree, you're welcome to be around in this show. You can probably try to drop some knowledge on us, but we're going to use the information that we can use here. I don't know what you want from me. Maryland guy. What did you say? He says they he says the paid protesters have been dispatched. This may get violent. Hopefully the Supreme Court justices have Secret Service like security. So uh, they already know where some of these justices live. I think they should be well prepared. They went in on Brett Kavanaugh. Now you can see why they didn't want Brett Kavanaugh in. I mean, <laughs> they was like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrible. And then right before uh, Trump's presidency ended, then then RBG died. Oh, man, this was a this, that was pivotal. I want you guys to know when you follow politics, that's what you're looking for, because um, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is why they gave Trump hell. They was like, he's going to put in like, uh, um, I would venture to say the Supreme Court might be, you know, there's a balance of power, obviously, in the in the between the legislative, the executive and the judicial branches. But the Supreme Court is a lifetime job. Anytime a president puts in one, two or three, I mean, that's historic. They're going to tip the scales significantly. And he did. Um, It's almost going to be unrecoverable other than the fact 
if they pack the court, which they've been threatening to do. But once you start packing the court, I mean, now you don't end it. Now we're going to get, what, nine, nine? Well, there's nine in now. Uh, but you get above nine. We need 11. We need 13. We need 18, 20. Come on. There's always been nine. <laughs> so anyway, somebody says if RBG had stepped down during the Obama years, this day would not have happened. Yes, and I think people tried to encourage her to step down. But there was pretty pretty big signs that Hillary Clinton was going to be the, the, the person that was going to sit in the office. And what better than to pass the feminist torch than to pass it on and allow Hillary Clinton to replace three Supreme Court justices, which she would have. I mean, guys, if you if anything, if, it, if you want to know why people hated Trump, that is reason number one. And that's it. I mean, everything else that was done against him. I mean, there's other reasons to hate the guy. But it was that right there that he took that spot that it was going to go to Hillary. Hillary sat out eight years to get that spot. Remember, she ran against Obama um, in the primaries. Obama came out of nowhere. Spot, talk about it. And why, you know, listen, this is all has to something to do with this. Guys, if these events did not happen, we wouldn't be sitting here. We would not be sitting here if Obama didn't come out of nowhere and upset Clinton. In the primaries, and then Obama take eight years. Clinton is Secretary of State. She's waiting. She's gonna get in. She's a sure bet. She all she had to do was not collapse. She's a sure bet. She was a shoe in, and Donald Trump came out of nowhere. So he changed everything, absolutely everything. But out those events happening, this is where we wouldn't be sitting here right now. I mean, change anything else you want about the country. Those three events had to have happened. For us to be there and trump came out of nowhere so clinton got upset twice and she's steaming mad right now <laughs> right she's steaming down so for if you're a guy who doesn't like trump but you're cheering on the fact that this got pushed through all right you need to check yourself because if it wasn't for trump this doesn't happen mm. period now you can go back and say if it wasn't for george hw bush putting in um putting in clarence thomas then maybe you can make a case for that too but again, they tried to dirty his name up with sexual harassment the way they did Brett, Brett Kavanaugh. All right. And so anyway, big mad if you want to be mad. All right. But you, it is what it is. All right. Look, I'm going to get on with the show. Uh, somebody says, anyone here that New York City's. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday and a little bit today. I'll get back to the PayPal. So I'm going to get on with the show for the people here. This show does not promote hate or harm or any person based on their gender, relationship status, race, or class. The goal of today's show is to promote healthy choices, specifically in men's lifestyle related to the lifestyle, finances. And um, and I always forget what the last one is. Where are we at here? Oh, my goodness. And uh, and finances and in emotional relationships. All right, that's what it says right there. For some reason, I can't see all the ticker right there. All right, uh, where are we doing here? What are we doing? What do we got here? Let's go ahead and show you some reactions, some of the updated reactions uh, from the people here. This video was shown by Officer Tatum. Hey, Officer Tatum, um, I noticed some of your, you might perhaps watch CGA. I think you do. Uh, it's okay. You don't have to admit it to your crowd here, but it's all right. I think some of the things you were saying sound similar to some of the things that I was saying, but that's neither here or there. Uh, Officer Tatum, you guys know how YouTube works. I have to evoke my fair use privileges, so I'm going to do that right now. 
Excerpts of copyrighted material may, under certain circumstances, be quoted verbatim, verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. Fair use in the building. All right, so let's play a little bit of his stream uh, related to uh, this is the typical person that you're going to see on the other side, the passion, the vulgarity, the profanity, the harassment out here. Listen to this, and we'll play a little bit of his reactions to this. This is a young iron-aborted woman that we were describing a little bit ago, but she looks like Alice the Goon on Popeye in the face. So we're just going to go ahead and say, yeah, uh, I could go there. I would go there with her, but uh, yeah, we're going to have to do something about that, Alice the Goon. Anyway, let's go ahead and roll the film. Roll the film. Yeah, she's been taking some brothers. Brothers, she do lay down for brothers. She do definitely lay down for brothers. But she says, because I'm like that. I be beating your ass, she said. Hold on, what did she say? She does lie down for brothers. Are nasty, slutty, dirty, Damn. deranged women. Okay, I didn't say all that. Exhibit A, wrote a film. <laughs> Why do these people think they gonna actually do something? Look at her. Look at this sloppy yogurt right here. There's no way she gonna beat nobody up. I mean, her arms are hanging like string beans from her shoulders, all right? There's no way she gonna be beating nobody's ass. I mean, in two punches, there's no way. Wow, she says slob on my knob. Man, man, vulgarity, bruh. Uh. It's too much party beat. What do you mean, whore? Oh, my goodness. Somebody asking what is the termination of pregnancy. She done had a couple, so she should know. Hey, man, what in the... <laughs> Yo, now why shake that little thing? Now, why in the hell are you going to shake that little thing out there? There ain't nothing. What in the world? Hey, listen, this is where you lacking. The flatbacks, shaking pancakes and flapjacks and flatbacks ain't going to impress nobody. Okay. I know somebody once told you, you have the most perfect behind, but come on, man. This woman has the most perfect behind in America. I feel very flattered that anyone would say that I have a perfect butt. Jean designers say Natasha Wagner's bottom is not too big, it's not too small, it's just perfect. Natasha's curves are in all the right places. The 34-year-old from Los Angeles is a size 6, has a 28-inch waist, and stands 5 feet 8 inches tall. Mile-long legs. She's thin but curvy at the same time, and her hip-to-waist ratio is perfectly proportioned. Natasha says it's not easy to stay the same size and shape. My job is to go in, try on jeans, and stay the same size. To achieve her perfect derriere, she sweats through 100 squats a day. She also spends 45 minutes on the train. Wow, man. So this woman said, I got the most perfect behind too, right? Hold up for a second. Where did she say it right here? She was like, I got the most perfect behind too. If you call my perfect behind. <laughs> oh, sloppy yogurt. What? 
ma'am. Ma'am, what in the world are you doing? Martin, man, what you think of all of this, Martin, brother? What you think of this, man? This AK, this can't be right. All that sloggy yogurt all up in them. <laughs> Martin is like, bruh. <laughs> ma'am, what are you doing? All right, hold on for a second. Let's go ahead and see this sloppy, sloppy. This what, what is she doing? Shaking the saggy. Hold on, you ain't even got a booty. Why are you trying? Let me take these headphones off. Why are you trying to shake? What are you shaking? You're shaking an ironing board. Oh, he, here we You're go. You're shaking the tray lunch. You ain't got nothing back there that e that's even moving. With the enhancement of yoga pants for women today, you still ain't got nothing in there. <laughs> Why is your first move to try to shake it like a stripper? You're shaking it like a salt shaker with no salt. <laughs> What are you thinking? Now, what is what is this? She said, I'm going to bust a big old fat load on you. Let her heart beat. That's so Brothers, yeah, liberal white women. These are the these are the ones that treat you like pets. You want to avoid these at all costs. Oh my gosh! I tell you, man. I tell you, man. Goodness gracious! I mean, these are the people that want me to be on their side politically. That is unbelievable. So that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. I mean, so you're telling me. Um, we're, we're supposed to support this side of the argument. And this is because people are getting graped in the, and dragged in the bushes and impregnated by rapists. No, mm. these are the type, <laughs> these are the type of people that, um, they want you to be on their side politically. That's their argument. Let's hear another argument related to this. Then we're going to get into the statistics. All right. We're going to get into the statistics. This young lady right here. Let's see where it is. Oh, fair use. Board. I'm going to bring in Luna Hernandez. She is with the group Rise Up Abortion Rights. And Luna, your reaction to what happened today. I know we anticipated this, but when you finally heard the opinion come down, what did you think? I thought this decision must not stand. We have to demand legal abortion. This Supreme Court is illegitimate. These abortion bans are illegitimate. Forced motherhood is. The Supreme Court's not illegitimate. The Supreme Court is definitely legitimate. I mean, they are legit. I mean, are you saying they are not an accurate Supreme Court? All right. What's going on with all this piercings, too? I mean, listen, I'm not here to judge or anything like that, but uh, perhaps you might should be doing something else for a living. I don't think this is this is your calling, but let's go ahead. Illegitimate. I thought everyone has to leave work right now. Everyone has to get into the streets and stay and demand that this decision get reversed. Now, this is California, a progressive state where the governor has already said that this will be a sanctuary state. They expect as many as 1.4 million people, women will come. All right, so Gov Governor Gavin Newsom in the building, he uh, probably will run for president here pretty soon. As you can see here, 
It says right here, Gavin Newsom, California should be a sanctuary, helping out-of-state patients seeking early terminations. And what they're looking for is California would be the closest non-banned state within driving distance for people um, outside of these 26 states for 1.4 million women. Nearly 3,000% increase from the current level to go over there and terminate their pregnancies. This is how big of a deal it is. And here's going to be armed with an estimated $31 billion budget surplus. He's sitting on money over here. Uh, both Newsom and top Democrat state legislators or lawmakers seem prepared to make a good on that promise. So they want they want women to flee to California. IA. That's what you guys live in in California. That's what you guys want to do in California. Uh, playing the video again, a lunatic. I mean, Luna, let's see what she has to say. Seeking abortions. Do you think you will get the kind of emotional response that perhaps other uh, states that have those trigger laws will see or might see? Well, that, look, that's a, that is an underground railroad we're talking about. You're, we cannot live. I'm tired of people using, well, I won't talk about that. Anyway, let's continue. In a society where we have abortion refugees, where young women and girls of reproductive age are having to uproot their lives, not many of them can do that. This is why we need to be out here. No comments. This is why, look, young women of teenagers are- Teenagers? We're going to look that up. We're going to look up the fact that she brought up teenage young women. We're going to look up the statistics related to that. And we're going to see, in fact, if it's an actual a critical issue of teenage girls needing terminations of pregnancies. Hold on. Hold that thought. Are going to be forced to have children against their will. Uh, we're going to talk about that, too. We're going to look at that. If that's exactly a fact, we're going to look at her. We're going to fact check her. Um, the little bit less of a liberal way, but we're going to fact check you, Luna. You know, the rapist babies. The rapist babies. We're going to fact check that and see if that is in fact true. We're going to go there because that's what they always lean to on the emotional side of the argument. Well, what if it was your teenage daughter? What if it was the rapist? What if it was the rapist knocked her up? You know, we're going to look at the statistical chances of that happening. And if termination of pregnancies are overwhelmingly these people. We're going to look at this. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. This is not, this is not okay. Yeah. Luna Hernandez, thank you very much for your. Yeah, Luna ain't that bad. Hey, Luna, um, you might want to be doing something else for a living because this ain't it. Um, This ain't it. You, you're going the wrong way on this one. By the way, man, her hair looking like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. So I'm going to have to give her a L on that. All right. So uh, all that is going to be said right there. <laughs> Let's share what's going on here. So let's jump into uh, statistics. Statistics here. If you guys want to hear the real, stick around. Let's hear the real of what's going on here. Here it is right here. Boy, uh, facts about early terminations of pregnancies. And these are just the datas that, that, that um, these are just the datas that you've been giving that has been uh, put together by private sources, researchers, the gut mocker, gut mocker, all right, that sounds like something I would do to a junior college girl. Um, anyway, the Gut Maker <laughs> Institute, Institute. Of course, they have the CDC in there, and then they had published every three years. Comes from direct surveys of known and suspected termination of pregnancy providers in the United States. The CDC number publishes annually 
and are derived from actual counts of every termination of pregnancy reported to the state health department. Unfortunately, California, Maryland, Maryland, shout out to Maryland guy in New Hampshire does not report annual abortion termination statistics here as such gut markers, uh, termination numbers are more complete. All right, but they are approximately, uh, wait, but they are approximations. They're approximations. Since only 52% of query providers respond to the latest survey for the gut makers, health department data uh, was used in addition for an additional 17%. Termination totals were estimated for the remaining 31%. So they use some statistical analysis there. Okay, let's talk about this. Annual termination pregnancies right here, according to the Gut Maker Institution, an estimated 933,160 terminations took place in the United States in the year 2020, and that is up from 862,320 in 2017. It is Gut Maker's selected annual termination estimates for the last 20 years are below. And so as you can see, it has been going down in the last couple of years, although in the 2011s, 28, the Obama years, you did have over 1 million. As a matter of fact, at the turn of the millennium, at the year 2000, there were 1,310,000 termination of pregnancy. So we are seeing a decrease in it. I'd be interested to know why that there's a decrease. It says right here. According to the United Nations 2013 report, only nine countries in the world have a higher reported termination rate than the United States, and they are Bulgaria, interesting enough. Cuba, uh, Estonia, Georgia, Kazakhstan, Romania, Russia, Sweden, and the Ukraine. Wow. And here, in 2020, the highest percentage of pregnancies uh, were terminated in the District of Columbia, New York, New York, as a matter of fact, at one particular point, there were more terminations of pregnancies than were actually born people in New York, I believe. But you can look that up. New Jersey is in the building, probably Trenton and Newark. All right. The lowest percentage of pregnancies were uh, that were terminated were Wyoming, South Dakota. I mean, who's knocking up people in South Dakota? All right. Anyway, Missouri, Missouri are all, all through the three lowest ranked, by the way. Interesting there. I would make a racial judgment there, but I'm not going to. It's almost unnecessary. Game over. And it says approximately 31% of all pregnancies in New York City ended in termination. Wow. Oh, my gosh. 31% of all pregnancies in New York ended in termination. That's unreal. Going down here, who has determination? So remember, she mentioned the teenage girls, a teenage love, a teenage love. All right, she mentioned teenage girls. We're gonna. She mentions uh, women who were getting raped and all that. Let's take a look statistically and see if that bears out to be true. In 2019, unmarried women accounted for 86 percent of the terminations. 86 percent of the terminations among married women. Four percent of 2019 pregnancies ended in termination among unmarried women 38 ended in termination women in their 20s accounted for the majority of the terminations in 2019 and had the highest termination rates adolescents under 15 obtained 0 0.2 0 0.2 percent of the 2019 terminations and women age 15 to 19 
accounted for 8.5%. So there's your teenagers right there. So you have 8.7% out of the 100% going to teenagers, which is pretty low. It's still pretty low. Yes, there are some girls, but to put uh, the emotional argument and the feather in that cap, to try to get us to blame, oh, okay, so 8.7% of the 100% are these. Should we change the entire law? This is the argument. Should we change the entire law for the 93%, 92% of the women who are not the people who we change the law for? Mm. And there's your data right there. It says 0 to 15, 0.2%. So highly unlikely somebody under the age of 15 is going to be seeking this out. Less than 10% from 15 to 19. And then when you get up to 20 to 24 and 25 to 29, you get, uh, you're, you're almost at 60%. 60% of your terminations are between the ages of 20 and 30. God dang, bro. Well, obviously that is the window when most of the women are going to be more fertile. And 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 all of that, the fertility is going to be high, but sixty percent, almost roughly sixty percent of the terminations, like fifty-seven, fifty-seven, fifty-six percent, are done from that age group. These are the these are the people who are going to get one, and then later on, she'll start saying what? And that's you. And I'm thinking about having a family. This isn't sixty percent of women, but sixty percent of the terminations fall in that age group right here. Once you get to your father's age group. Now the percentages do start to decrease. You are getting 40-year-olds that are doing it, but it's just almost just as rare. You'll have more 15 and 19s doing it than 40-year-olds. But then you got between the years of 30 and 39, you still got a good percentage of them almost in the situation there of 30% of, of terminations are done at that age. Wow. Women living with a partner to whom they are not married to account for 25% of the terminations, but only about 10% of women in the population. So women who live with their partner that are not married, 25% of the terminations. That's 25%. That's way more than the teenagers. Are we talking about these particular groups of women? So these women got knocked up. Both people were irresponsible. Uh, both people moved in together. This is what I tell you about cohabitation. You cohabitate. Uh, 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 knocking your partner up is going to be a big risk. And then also her terminating a pregnancy here. Uh, in 2019, women who had not terminated in the past accounted for 58% of all terminations. Women with one or two prior terminations accounted for 34%. I mean, one in three, one in three of the uh, uh, terminations were from people who had one or two. Hold on for a second. One or two, I'm sure, I don't know if it's two or more. So one out of three, one in three terminations were women that had multiple terminations prior to the one that they had. Let's go ahead and continue. Women with three or more prior terminations accounted for 8% of all of them. So um, um, these aren't the people who they're using in the emotional argument. What about incest? What about teenage girl and the rapist and all? No, these are people that are doing this multiple times. I think the number between three and more is somewhat low, but, you know, the other one was somewhat high, one or two. It says right here, 
Um, let me see if I want to read that one. All right, we'll go ahead. Among white women, 10% of terminations in 2019, 10% of pregnancies ended in uh, termination. Among white women, 10%, 10% ended in termination. Okay, 10% of all white women who were pregnant ended in termination. Among black women, 28% of all pregnancies by black women ended in termination. Hold up. Okay, so a third of all pregnant black women. It's almost a third. Almost a third. Almost a third of all pregnant black women ended in termination. Wow. Man, when you put it like this, when you read these statistics, when you put it like this, you are like, wait a minute. I'm sorry, what? There's there's no way that that even makes sense, bro. I mean, like, wait a minute. A third of all pregnant black women ended in termination? That seems crazy. Wow, that's unbelievable. Here it is. Black women were more than 3.6 times more likely to have a termination in 2019 than white women. Somebody mentioned that. 3.6 percent more times despite the fact that white women account for 60 percent of the female no 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 take that back they account for 30 percent of the feet of the population in total and black women account for six percent roughly of the population interesting determination of non-metro women is about half than that of women who live in metropolitan areas okay um the termination rate of women with medicare coverage is three times higher as that of other women um, is that these people have, I'm sorry, Medicaid. So this is some government. I'm assuming this is a government uh, sponsor thing where they're not paying for it. Let me see here. Um, religiously, we're not going to go through it. Okay, last point that we want to make here. Why did determinations occur? We have two datas that we're going to use here. Two datas. The two datas are going to be... Um, one is a pretty much a survey, um, a small sample size survey, and then there's a Florida survey. Okay, this is going to be somewhat important. So what we heard was the young woman say, well, young teenagers, um, she's going to have the rapist baby or her incest. There was a weird story I was reading where a, a, a father knocked up a daughter. I'm like, oh, my God, like sweet home Alabama. But let's look at this surveys. In 2004, the Gut Maker, Gut Mocker Institute anonymously surveyed 1,200 post-termination women from nine different termination clinics across the country. As the women were surveyed, uh, of the women who were surveyed, 957 provided a main reason for the termination. Here's a table that corresponds with the percentage. So victims of rape accounted for less than 0.5. Less than a percent. The people, victims of rape accounted for less than 1%. I mean, a half a, of a percent. That's what it was. So we did our hearing about women are saying, hey, well, uh, well, what if the rapist, the person has the rapist, baby? less than a percent. Another one, uh, the baby was going to have health problems. Okay. Uh, physical health problems, which I'm assuming of the mother. Okay. 
would interfere with education and career. So I could focus on my career. So 4% are saying it would interfere with education and career. That would be lower than I would anticipate it. Number seven, not mature enough to raise a child. Uh, 7% at that one. Uh, like if, if, if any man said that, that he's not going to be excused from the responsibility, but that's neither here nor there. Number uh, 8% said they did not want to be a single mother. As you guys saw the, t- the statistics, 80-something percent of the terminations were non-married women. Okay, so you're talking about highly likely non-married women. So the, the more women that are not married, the higher the, like- the higher the likelihood if a woman gets pregnant, it could end in termination. All right, 19%. Almost 20% done having children. I'm done. No more children for me. I'm done. No more ter- No more children. I know I got knocked. And this is, might be my first, second, third time. Delete this baby. Number, uh, not 20. I always say number 23. 23% can't afford a baby. This is why they're saying they're doing it. This is a small sample size, but, you know, it is probably going to be credibly statistic. Uh, 23% says, I just can't afford to have one. Okay. I mean, if men said that, hey, I know I got you pregnant, but I can't afford to have the baby right now. What do we say to men? This is obviously, we already know what the answer. 25% not ready for a child. I'm just not ready. Yeah, I ain't ready for all that. Yep. And 6% other reasons. Okay. Somebody says, what happened to the woman that's victim of rape and incest? Very rare. I want to see what this, what is this clicking on here? Very rare. What if the woman was great? It says you can't get uh, very far in any discussion about termination without considering the question of rape. Whereas the vast majority of pregnancies are the result of consensual sex. Great based pregnancy, great based pregnancies present a unique dilemma. And so here it is right here. But as you can see, um, there are cases. There are cases. However, there are. it's a very small percentage. Okay? She is not alone in her experience. This is another woman sharing her story again. All right. So this is where you get into the what about this. But when they say what about this, they are using only this percentage to account for and allow this percentage. Right. They're like, hey, what about this? Okay, let it go. There's the gray area that they wriggle out of. And then they allow all of these other women to go, well, I can't afford it, but that's why I'm going to do it. Or they'll just lie and say I was great. Next uh, statistical uh, data here, the state of Florida, which I'm assuming they have a lot of those. If you count Daytona Beach, Tampa, Miami, all of these places, they probably have a lot. They're probably high on the list. They record the reason for every termination that occurs within its border each year. So the every so they didn't leave anyone out. This is just Florida, though. In 2020, there were 75,000 almost terminations in Florida. The table lists each reason and the percentage of terminations that occurred because of it. All right. Here it is right here. 0.01%. The pregnancy resulted. From an incestuous relationship. Okay, this is uh, the daddy knocked up somebody in the Florida panhandle. Okay. Um, yeah, something like that. Somebody had a disability, I'm sure. 
0.01. Small chances, small fries. I mean, what is the data on that? That is 74 out of 74,000. Which that's pretty high when you say it that way. I mean, that's 74 too many. Or is it 7.4? Here it is right here. A percentage. 0. Not 15%, 0.15%. The woman was great. Wow. The woman was great. That's that's the percentage. In Florida. So here's the question. What about great? 0.0, sorry, 0.15. Not even 2%. Round up to 2%. 2% chance the person was great. All right, continuing on here. 2%, uh, sorry, um... Yeah, 2% chance here. It says the woman's life was in danger by the pregnancy. And here it is right here is going to be, boy, I'm reading this wrong here. It wasn't even 2%. It's 0.20%. Right here, it's uh, 0.98%. There was a serious fetal abnormality. It's 0.2%. It's not even... Wait a minute, hold on for a second. 1.48%, the woman's physical health was threatened by the pregnancy. So one point, not even 1% of these, one, the woman was great, not even 1%. Not even 1%. The, there was a fetal abnormality, not even 1%. It's less than a percent. I thought this was 0.2%. It's less than 1%. The woman's life was in danger. How about 1.4%? The woman's physical health was threatened. 1.8%. The woman's psychological health was threatened. The woman's one point. Okay, now 20%. The woman terminated for social and economic reasons and or. 20%. Well, this is the I can't afford it. And now we get to this one. 74%. No reason at all. No reason. Oh, why are you getting this? Eh, elective. Elective procedure. This seems to be the box that they chink the most. And you know what? No reason at all. I got no good reason. I got no good reason. 75%. Woo! Last part right here, uh, when do the terminations occur? The bulk of the terminations are less than six weeks. All right, so you got less than six weeks. This is obviously they learn the news. Most of the time, you might be late on your cycle for about five weeks. Maybe, I mean, by the time you get to week five, you're late on your cycle. You check 50%, I mean, 42%, almost approaching 50% in the first six weeks. Um, Even rarer is, I'm sorry, the next one is seven to nine weeks. And then as you get a little bit further along, it gets, um, obviously, you want to have Roe v. Wade was trying to battle for the first two trimesters, uh, which mathematically, that's going to be between the 12 and 24-week period right here. So most of the people are getting this done in the first trimester. Yeah, but then the first trimester, most, vast majority are done in the first trimester. Interesting stuff, isn't this? Isn't this absolutely interesting? So these are the numbers that you want to look at. These are when you want to make a case, when you want to start digging and going, where do I end on this one? 
you can't just take people's word for it because their word was not accurate. Their word was not accurate. They were taking the case of the impossible case and they're throwing it on top of what you're seeing here. And this is where we stand. All right. So before, let me see here. Did I want to talk about something else? There's some other data here that you can look at. Um, let me see here. They do have another one. I had three or four of these. I don't need to belabor this anymore. Everybody here say right here. It says right here. Um, the reason, it, let me just put this up. This is gut maker again. The reason most frequently cited were that having a child would interfere with a woman's education, work, or ability to care for dependents. So I could focus on my career. 74%. 74% of, of, of women who had this, you know what? It's gonna interview with my it's gonna interfere with my career, my ability to care for who, my job, whatever that. And then that 75%, I don't know what these datas are, could not afford to have the baby right now, and that she did not want to be a single mother or have or was having a relationship problem. <laughs> oh man. So she, she announced that she was pregnant and the guy skedaddled. <laughs> Nearly four in ten. Uh, a woman said they had completed their childbearing. We already, yeah, I'm already done with kids. And almost a third were not ready to have kids. Fewer than 1% said their parents or partners desired for them to have the termination was the main reason. Less than 1%, fewer than 1% were women that said, hey, my parents or my boyfriend wants me to do this. So don't believe the hype that, oh, these guys don't want to be responsible and they're pushing them to the clinic. Not according to the data. Younger women often reported that they were unprepared for the transition to motherhood, while older women regularly cited their responsibilities to dependents. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm Abermath. I was messing up the numbers there. I thought it was 2%, but it was 0.2% less than a percentage point this is unreal this is unbelievable if you look at it this way and then you can form your opinion accordingly and say well i know you're telling me about this story or maybe maybe you do something for the people who have the 0.01 percent incestuous the 0.1 percent grape you might want to have a reason for that but now you're going what are y'all arguing about just being irresponsible? Well, we can't just let that slide, okay? Because on the men's side, we don't let that slide. Let's do all the PayPals or as many as we can. Thank you for contributing to the show. So I did end off on SAU. Sorry, still got a cough here. He says, morning, coach. You have to cut people off. My own mother called the police on me because she was mad at me for some lame past stuff. They dragged me out of the house and I cut her off cold veins in here, gentlemen. Wow. So, yeah, man, boy, what moms is calling the popo on you. Yikes. Did I get Mr. Davis in the building? I did. So it doesn't matter if I said your government name there, giving out your datas. Okay. I'm sorry here. I'm really messed up as to what order I'm in. Loud Pockets, man. He says Cash App is bugging. All right, I appreciate you over here, Mr. Loud Pockets. You had some, you had some success back in the day, but not, not anymore. Uh, I canceled my junior college appointment today because of 304 B. Wade being overturned. I didn't want to hear her complaining. I went to the Jack Shack instead. 
Shout out to the coach gang. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I mean, this is just sadness. Sadness. I mean, you don't want to have this conversation. This is going to be, this is an historic day. You want them to let this all blow over. Maryland guy, the paid protesters have been dispatched. All right, we got that one. How did you skip line, brother? You skipped in line. Shout out to you. All right, thank you, man. Uh, he says, tuition coach, did you hear about the Jesse Peterson accusations? I have heard about the accusations there. Um, it's one of those situations there. Sounds like a me too case, but then um I only have here, I only have heard a couple people beating the drum right now. It's either that he's not a big enough celebrity for it to be even relevant to bring up or the people that are beating the drum are beating it aggressively for us to pay attention to it. So um, I haven't had a chance to see if he's addressed it at all. I've been in, in the middle of the move, but uh, the video that I saw was one person. It was one person. Now, if anybody has any more than that one person who was an adult in that situation, um, I, the, the whole shock of it is would he have had these relationships with these guys? Now, that would be a shock to me. But other than that, you're talking about an adult, two adults. Hey, man, consensual relationship. Of course, these adults are playing victim. They playing Josie. Well, you know, I was drugged out. And all right, listen, man, what's it going to be? Look, let's just call this what it is. Let's just have adults be adults. Yeah, man. Adults be adults. Stop wriggling out of bullshit because you chose to be a crackhead, okay? <laughs> if you're going to be a crackhead and bullshit happens to you, it is what it is. Stop being an alcoholic. Stop being a crackhead. Stop being a meth head. And if you can't handle yourself as an adult, Check your ass into the mental hospital. I'm tired of this. This is, let's just say, Jesse Lee, these were women alligators. We'd be trouncing all over them. Well, I was on crack and, okay, crackhead ass. That's how I'm looking at it. Look, man, I'm, I would be surprised if he did have came on out the closet. All right. And he came out. Yeah. If he came out all these years and was in the closet, yeah, that's kind of shady. <laughs> but I'm looking at it like stop being a crackhead and take accountability for your situation. He prayed on us and he came in and you said he was going to help us. Okay. He sound like Bill Cosby. Then he, he pulled in the Bill Cosby on crackheads. All right. And getting his rocks off. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of ishy shitty. That's shitty. Yeah. But you did it. Were you cracked out when you did it? That's what I'm asking. I'm tired of people not taking accountability. <laughs> right? You a crackhead, all right? Just call it what it is. All right? Should you should crackheads be taken advantage of? No. But when we were in the fifth grade, we were in the fifth grade, and they, they brought the police officer there, and he had, hold on for a second. Let me show y'all something. <laughs> hold on for a second. Let me see here. Police officer there. Let me see if I can pull this up. This is my opinion on druggies. I got really no sympathy for drug heads. All right. If you're going to be cracked out, that's on y'all. All right. If you're going to be smoked out, I can't find a good dare. Here it is right here. So remember when, 
Remember when these police officers, the Popo, came to your school with teddy bears? They came with a mascot. They came with some dude who knew karate and all of this stuff. And we were sitting there in the fifth grade looking up them like this. We were looking up at them like, wow, look at these police officers and all this stuff. They're so big. We didn't know they were wearing bulletproof vests. Wow, these people here. Wow, they brought a monkey, a gorilla, a lion. Oh, look at this person. And they said, kids, don't do drugs. Okay. They said, kids, don't do drugs. If you do drugs, you're going to be a loser. <laughs> if you do drugs, your life's going to fall apart. And guess what? You still smoke the crack. Not only did you smoke the crack, you tried to get me to smoke the crack. All right, man, you don't know what you're missing. Ten years later, you a crackhead. <laughs> Doing crack fiend stuff. Ten years later, you a meth head and you cracked out, you smoked out, you high, all of that. And so as a result, the people who didn't smoke the crack, including your mama, or your mama probably did smoke the crack too, the people who didn't smoke crack went on and been responsible people. But now here you come. Now you want me to feel sorry for you because you itching and you going through the crack crawlings. You know what I mean? This is my point. I didn't smoke no crack. And I went on to live a responsible, mature life. You smoked crack, and now you was in the back with Jesse Lee Peterson, allegedly. Hey, look, hey, man, that's how life turned out. Life goes on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, sounds like you made a bad turn in the fifth grade. What do you want me to be sorry for you, bro? Hey, look, I can see if we were all on crack and nobody said, don't smoke no crack. And we all went down and smoked out. And then you was out there smuggling salami as a result of it. And I was like, damn, man, how'd you get here? Oh, man, I feel sorry for you. No. The reality is you smoked it. Live with the consequences. This is your one life. And you chose to smoke. It is what it is. I got to be, man, my, my veins cold out here. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not going to be the rest of your whole life. You pointing the finger at everybody else. Well, yeah, and the whole life now, because you decided to smoke crack against all of the information that you had ahead of you. Wasn't like you didn't know. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, people always want to whip that out. If you don't want to terminate your, uh, delete your baby, you want me to feel sorry for you because you are alcoholic, druggy, crackhead. No, no, no. Mm. I'm sorry, man. They told us in fifth grade, and you went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> That's all I got. That's my comment on him. Until I hear another group of people talking about the specifics, and I don't want no specifics either. I don't want to know how it went down. So if Jesse Lee out here uh, taking advantage of crackheads and, hey, you know, he belongs where he belongs. But I'm not going to feel sorry for the situation. Both of y'all deserve each other. Just say no, gentlemen and ladies. Just say no. All right, continuing on here, just so you guys got my official comment. <laughs> oh, man, that thing could have went left at any point. Shout out to, who is this? Who gave us that? Francis gave us that. Shout out to you on that one. But again, I haven't seen him address it. I would love for him to address it. But the best way to address things like that is silence. Silencio. I'm like, I ain't touching that one. Triggerverse says, bro, can we talk about how deletion, termination, uh, delete moves black babies in the womb 
and the sea of white people who are big mad about the decision being overturned. He says, Harpy 304s be mad. I got to literally be like, isn't that, I mean, based on the data, isn't that white supremacist to be mad that black women can't delete their baby? I mean, I don't know. That's a good question right there. Right? I would look at it and be like, wait a minute. Y'all are a little bit too much passionate about me deleting my baby. I mean, this. what is the data? What was the data? Obscene, 40%. You should delete your babies, huh? You should delete it. Shashquisha, all right? Tata Alicia, Takesha, Tamika. Y'all should be able to delete y'all babies. That's a little bit interesting. That but that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. That's suspect. <laughs> All right. That, that dude, that's more suspect than Jesse Lee Peterson, allegedly. I mean, how are y'all not wriggling out of that one? Where are we at here? Shout out to Porgy Jr. He says the gun laws in 304B Wade is back. He says, in back to back days, I never thought I'd see it. I never thought I would see something like that. By the way, let's give you a co-sponsorship, Porgy. I mean, I didn't, man, the Supreme Court been busy. The Supreme Court was like, look, we going out with a bang. <laughs> we going to ruin everybody's week. The Supreme Court, this is Kaylin Ferguson. The Supreme Court told these women as 304s to keep their damn legs cold. Why can't we go back to that? I'm, I'm just curious. Because if men have to keep it in their pants, how come we can't say, all right, you had one too many. Why don't you lock up the shop? Not even in a uh like a china type way where i tie your tubes up but in a come on ladies come on man let's stop being out here in these streets because look the ladies have been out here in these streets in these streets that goes without saying the women are saying hey we're gonna do whatever we want why can't we have sex with multiple men like men have sex with multiple women that's what they've been saying the last 15 or 20 years we want to be in these streets now they're in these streets and guess what they don't want to take responsibility. I don't, I don't. Maurice Jacqueline in the building. Thank you, Maurice Jacqueline. We got a couple more on the PayPal. Who is this in here? I want to say not. He says the do Biden lady worshiping them. Instead of worshiping, she's giving political advice, but can't even speak like an adult. Ain't nobody worshiping them. Worshiping them. Worshiping them. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. <laughs> God damn! Stop worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. You didn't vote for Biden. You didn't vote for Biden at Worshiping them, worshiping them. Chris out here voting. He he didn't vote independent. He and he and him vote independent. Maryland guy, that white woman shaking her booty at the termination protest, have been passed around more times than a joint at livestock. Yikes! Where's she at shaking that thing? Hold on for a second. Let's see that sloppy yogurt. What is going on? Ooh, 
Ooh, that looked painful, bro. And then she got close. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yikes. Jeez. Oh boy. That looked painful. Yeah, she's been passed around. She got a tattoo on her calf. So I don't know if that tells you anything. Ladies, what's going on with the tattoos? Is this a cultural thing or is this just you're inflicting pain from your past traumas? I mean, it would make sense because a lot of mental health issues are being had by women. It's, it's a basically a women's issue. They keep telling us that. I'm don't don't try to say it's not now. Statistically, it is. And you're wanting me to sympathize for it, but I don't sympathize. I'll be like, man, damn, y'all can't literally handle life. It's life. Like, God damn. You know how much BS that I've been through in life? Man, just life goes on, brother. How many brothers addicted to the street? There's a breeze, young brother. There's a heaven for a G. Be a lie. If I told you that, I'd never be the duck. I'm last one left. But life goes on. How many brothers fall victim to the streets? Rest in peace, young brother. There's a heaven for a G. It's life. Get over it. God dang. I'm just, man, do y'all want me to flip out? Do y'all need a rant? You lucky to be here. You're the sperm that won. You guys acted like, oh, I deserve. Oh, my God. This is traumatic. I had a traumatic experience in my life. <sighs> people yell at me, verbally abusive. I can't take it no more. You ain't, dude, you know people grew up in pure-ass poverty. I mean, people grow up eating dirt, sugar sandwiches, roaches, rats. It's absolutely despicable the amount of people who can't cope with regular ass life. Okay, every now and then you got to break down. All right, you'd be like, ah, oh, damn, you know, man, shit, I've been going hard for like five years straight. Woo, let me shed some tears. Shed so many tears. Dun, 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 dun. It's despicable. I think it's absolutely despicable. These people don't serve. I don't think, well, mental health is important. No, man, you can't get through life. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted. It's disgusting to me, man. Get through life. God dang, man. You don't, you, you literally, you literally were the sperm that won. You beat 200 million sperm. And now you here sucking up my oxygen. I mean, and the stuff that you've been through is is not even that difficult. I'm not trying to minimize your pain, but I guarantee you, I can outpain your ass. I mean, I'm so I'm so on the pain, I'm so full of pain that I'm just getting through it, bro. Mm. These people, man. I mean, it's despicable. It's life. You ain't coming back to this damn thing. Enjoy it while you can. And unfortunately, when you pick a bad partner to mate with or to marry, you're, you will spend 30 years in damn cancerous-like pain. And this is what you do with your life. You completely flush it down the toilet. In which for 30 years plus, you guys go through agony, drama, trauma, pain, misery. Oh, my God. And most of the choices that you made got you in the position you're in. It's absolutely de despicable.
the amount of people who take life for granted. I don't even know what more to say on that. Shout out to uh, Clouded. He says the history of Planned Parenthood started as population control or eugenics, particularly in the community. Yep, I think I did a stream on that one. I did a great stream on that one discussing how Mar Margaret Sanger and the likes of other people have been behind that. We broke down the eugenic history of Margaret Sanger. We talked about the Tuskegee experiment, uh, basically poisoning the systems of a lot of men uh, this was carried on for some 40, 50 years. And at the same time, you had people that were historically poor, poverty stricken. Uh, many people who lived in rural communities having seven, eight, nine, 15 babies. I actually showed a video of a young woman who uh, was on a, she was on a, uh, she worked as a sharecropper and um, she had her kid raising two other kids. I'll have to dig that uh, particular footage out. And she, by the time she was uh, 25, had seven, eight bit. Man, they put it into that. And there was a young, nice, uh, not a young woman, um, an elder community woman, basically in the 70s and 80s, saying, look, man, we wanted better situations for us racially wise. But the best they could do for us was give us uh, Planned Parenthood on every corner. They didn't call it Planned Parenthood back then. But they were like, we didn't ask for this. We didn't ask for this. We just wanted fair treatment in life. We didn't ask to get, and so when you understand these things, when I broke down in the book, the path to strong and independence, the promotion of television shows, like uh, we talked about this as well, uh, the, with the Diane Carroll story uh, television show, and that women, you can make it on your own, and you can go get a career, you can be strong and independent, you can either hop, and then you can terminate pregnancies at a record rate. This was all a systematic plan. And guys, I'm I'm trying to be on the pro-black side here. <laughs> yeah, the nail in the foot one. Remember that video, the nail in the foot? The young boy had a nail in his foot. And that thing had tetanus. Oh, disgusting. So pro-blacks, I'm on your side. It was an agenda, clearly, to, if you will, want to wipe you out. It is what it is. I'll never debate against that. That was definitely the case. And people bid it hook, line, and sinker. I'll pull these videos up if you want, if we just chill in the night. But I'm going to do the contributions. So shout out to Clouded. It is a systematic, brick-by-brick brick destruction of the community. Um, if anybody ever wanted to say there was an agenda against the community, you, you will not get an argument from me. I'll shuffle on some other things. I'll definitely shuffle on some other things, but that goes without saying. But the, the part that you guys will miss because you'll be mad at the supremacists, the part you missed is that you went for it. <laughs> Richard Roy, it was a joint collaboration between Margaret and KK Keisha, Klu Klux Keisha. You guys went for it. See, I could see if they was out there just gunning y'all down, lying up against the wall, firing squad. Okay. Then you would be like, man, them white supremacists is out here outrageous. But when you look at it, you did it yourself, like multiple times. You literally were like, they were like, here's a choice right here. Life or choose poverty, choose struggle. Y'all, you choose struggle. <laughs> You literally went for struggle. Just like anything. 
uh, that will happen to you, you will likely choose or vote in the person to give you your most pain. So shout out to Ku Klux Keisha in the building. I mean, the numbers of the Ku Klux Keisha, it far outweighs any white, white supremacists are jealous. They're, they're jealous. They'd be like, damn, if we could do numbers like that. And then what do they do? Well, I carry hot sauce in my purse. I'll show you what they do. Boy, they got to be laughing at y'all. <laughs> you know, I always think of what these people think. I often be like, I wonder what they think. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Um, I'm going to tell you what they think. This is one of these shows today. I'm trying to talk at the same time. Wait a minute. How do you spell that? This is this is what <laughs> I often be like, dude, do they know? Do they laugh at y'all? This is what they think right here. This is what they do at night. You see this? This is what they be doing at night. <laughs> they be like, <laughs> this is what they be doing. <laughs> they go to bed they be like this <laughs> we got them they like man they killing babies left and right not only are they killing their own babies they shooting up their teenage babies all right with guns and rap lyrics and all that black and miles then every now now and then the police get to put they knee in that one to their neck this is what they be doing to y'all this is what they do right here. They be going to sleep like got him. <laughs> right? Jeez. This is just my opinion, but this is what I wonder. I'll be like, they be laughing at y'all because like y'all be like, peon. all right, they like this dude woman right here. They like, man, they fell for it again. They got some Jordans. Uh-huh. They got their Jordans. They got their Louis Vuitton coach bag. They got their Gucci and Fendi and Prada. And they got a couple of hip-hop lyrics. They got a couple of dollars in their pocket. Got him. And they killing babies at record rate. Murder row on Chirac. They do not give a damn. Just so y'all know. And they don't have to do nothing. They're doing nothing. Actually, they do a lot. They propagandize. And then, and then they do this. Hold on for a second. Where is it at? Every now and then, they got to wake up. Let me see. And they got to be like, damn, all right, it's time to get these people to the voting. Time to get these people to vote. So, like, every three and a half years, this is what they got to do. Hold on for a second. Oh, I got to turn it down. There's, like, every three and a half years, they got to do this. They be like, all right, shit, all right, let me do it. All right, hold on for a second. Let me get on out there. All right, let's, let, what what we going to pull on them now? Fake black woman. All right, all right, here we go. We're going to have her dance. Go go to the inner city squad, the drum line, and you got to do your thing right there. Go on out there. All right, go get them votes. Go get them votes. Had them rush to the poll, you know what I mean, and, and going out there. Oh, man, my vice president looked like me. All right, going out there. Let me see it. Shut, drop it low, baby. Come on. Yeah, uh-huh. Every now and then they gotta do that. Yeah, we do that a little bit. Chuck in the jive. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they buy it. They man, they gonna buy that. They gonna bite that. They easy. They easy. <laughs> and then you fall for it again. And then they be sitting around like this here. Where is it at? You fall for it again. And then they they be like, oh, they still killing each other. All right, yeah, they still doing it. Uh huh. They fell for that again. 
They did it. <laughs> Am I lying? Hold on for a second. I mean, it's too obvious for me to see. I don't know if y'all don't see it. See it. Let me see if y'all got one more. Got a couple more. Here, here you go right here. They all do this trick, by the way. Even George W. Bush did it for a little bit. Here it is right here. Where is it at? Fair use. Here it is. There it is right there. They don't get old Hillary out there. What are we going to do? Let's go meet with the black delegates. Oh, yeah. We're going to meet with the We're going to go into Africa out there. Hot sauce in my purse. Here we go. Let me see. Right there. Yeah. Go on out there. Shake that hip to the right. Shake that groove thing. Yep. Look at me. Yeah, we do this. Uh-huh. And we're going to send this back. We're going to put it on BET. You know, put it on BET. Here we go again. Who? We got some more black folk today. All right. Bump the music. Here we go. All right. Yeah, I can do a little two-step. There you go. Let me do that thing. Oh, let me drop it. Oh, get that hip. Oh, twerk, twerk it. They gonna love this. Send this back to BET. Here you go, right here. See? She just like one of us, man. Let's go on and vote for this right there. Uh-huh. Go to do that two-step. Do that two-step. There it is. Hit. We got another one. I'm gonna go back and back and forth. This the can't go wrong dance right here. You can't go wrong. Shuffle on this side. Shuffle on that side. Shuffle this side. Shuffle that side. All right, hold on for a second. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hold on for a second. I got more, man. Hold up. And then they get y'all just deleting yourself. All right, I got another one. I got another one for y'all. Where is it at? Oh, I can't find them. Where they didn't have them out here? They got another one out there. Hold on for a second. Let's see if I can find it right here. Oh, this is right here. This is right here. Here you go, right here. Let's see if this is going to work right here. Here you go, right here. Let's turn it up. No, she has to go. She what's what's something go. that you always carry with you? Hot Just sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Ooh. Ouch. Wow. Wow. No more questions? They said, no, she has to go. She what's what's to something go. that you always carry with you? Hot Just... sauce. Really? You... Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. <laughs> Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more questions? Woo! And there's your people right there. Oh, man, boy. We got a bunch of them. Hold on for a second. We got a bunch of them. Let's see here. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Let me see right here. Here we go, right here. 
Looks like Joe Biden has uh, stuck his foot all the way in his mouth. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. In an interview with The Breakfast Club co-host Charlemagne, the president- I say to that man, they want from you, and one of them is a- Saved your political life in the primaries this year. They have things they want from you, and one of them is a black woman running mate. What, what do you say to them? What I say to them is that I'm not acknowledging anybody who is being considered, but I guarantee you there are multiple black women being considered. Multiple. Charlemagne had a follow-up question, but got interrupted by someone off camera saying their time was up. The radio host instead invited Biden to come back, but Joe's response was off-putting. Listen, you gotta come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. The comment may have been Woo! Man, this is painful. <laughs> Y'all got short memories. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll do a Republican. I'll do a Republican. You want me to do a Republican? I'll do a Republican. Hold on for a second. I'll do a Republican. All right, here we go right here. Let me see here. I'll do a Republican, y'all, because everybody mad now. The liberals going crazy. I'll do a Republican chucking and jiving too. All right, you ready? We'll do a Republican. All right, so here we go here. Uh, George George W. Look at George W. You're like, oh, these my people right here. Hey, come on, Amarilla, and give me an Amadilla. All right, look at him. <laughs> he like, yeah, these are my people right here. These Y'all ain't American, though. I wouldn't hug up on American brothers like this. Let's see what George W. Bush going to do. They're like, you want to do a little dance? All right, Laura Bush going to get in there. <laughs> Let's see what W. Go look at him. <laughs> George W. <laughs> Oh, hell. Oh, no. What? What you doing, Bush? Oh, hell no. Oh, he gonna play the drums? <laughs> he not playing the drums. He said, let me get... <laughs> hey, man, that's how we got out of slavery, brother. You gonna play the drums? It should be illegal for you to play the drums. Oh, don't play on my bongo. <laughs> Look at your shit. Oh, man. Jesus. Oh, don't do it, George. Look at Laura. Oh, Laura go get in there. Boy, white. Uh, he didn't lost his mind. He going, he doing too much. <laughs> he doing too much. Yeah, man, put it there, man. He dapping them up like they street brothers. These Africans, George, they ain't, they ain't street brothers. Come on, man. Same old story. Just shuffle for y'all and y'all fall for it. Shout out to George W. All right, let's get back to the contributions. Shout out to Brian. B. Taylor, he says, with prices at an all-time high, food, rent, and 304 V. Wade overturned, 304 is going to be extra straggling. He says, but I got to support this content. All right, appreciate you brothers out here. They're going to be mad, straggling, and struggling out here. The struggle going to be real. And listen, I've, I've called the struggle, so I'm not going to feel sorry for people. Mr. YouTube Trash Talker says, thank God for you, coach. I'm at the gym, and this Kaylee doing squats in front of me is not flat-backed. He says, you keep me from being a victim. All right, yeah, don't do it. Don't. Those women go in there to go cause trouble. All right, they go in there to cause trouble. Being in the squat rack. All right, got y'all looking at that tail. You like, ooh, that tail. That thing, that thing. All right, where we at here? Uh, We got some cash apps. Let's get the brothers over here, too. 
where we ended up at. All right, we we ended up on Ice Cube, uh, sitting this one out. Pro blacks be low key in love with pink toes exposed. Yeah, um, there was a clip of um Tariq Nasheed being exposed by saying he loves white women. Right, uh, Dane Calloway and Tariq Nasheed going in on each other, <laughs> and they have Dane, uh, they have Tariq Nasheed saying, "Yeah, man, I love them pink toes." They have a secret desire for white women. They do. It's not so secret. I know it. But the more pro-black I find somebody, the more likely that if I put a nice chicken cutlet Kaylee right in front of them, they would sop it up with a biscuit. All right. Honey and all that. Mm. If I said, look, man, nobody, I won't tell none of your sister. He said, that's no secret, though. Nah, it's no secret. They got a desire, like meaning they would have a weakness for Kaylee's that is unprecedented. Like, you think I have a weakness for one. I don't have a weakness. It's very much under control. They have a weakness that is beyond desire, and they have to overcompensate by saying, man, no, nah, the black and the berry, the sweet of the juice. I got some pretty beautiful sisters out here. I got me a beautiful sister here. I took a picture with a beautiful sister. If I put you in the corner and was like, come on, I got some Kaylee's for you. Extra mayonnaise and extra, extra chicken cutlet. No seasoning. <laughs> he says we all like white women how could you not i mean how is it embarrassing to say you like one it's embarrassing i'm like they literally 60 percent of the female population like how do you avoid them you know i mean you looking at them i bet you smell like a wet chicken you ever hear people say stuff like that i bet you she got a tail next to her tailbone like all kind of crazy stuff i'm like you that curious go on and have you one go on and have you one go on it like it's not that big of a deal <laughs> Undercover brother. Oh, the undercover brother scene. Where he was like, I got to have my sister. Uh, the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. And then he had the white woman, the uh, white black man's kryptonite. Hold on for a second. We got to show it. We got to show it. <laughs> the black man's kryptonite. Hold on for a second. I'm going to get a copyright for this one. I'm going to get a copyright notice. What's, what's Superman's kryptonite? All right, I got to play it, man. I hope I hope I can survive this one. So we got to play it. Uh, Undercover Brother, this is for the Pro Blacks here. D Speaking of, it's Denise Richards is in here. Denise, this is this is Denise Richards' second best movie of all time. Hey. A breach. <clears throat> Fair use. I'd recognize it anywhere. The Brotherhood is making the move, just as I expected. It's time to release our secret weapon. I call it Black Man's Kryptonite. I wanna be Oh no. Not Black Man's Kryptonite. Oh, no, not a crying. Oh, not a one, a damsel in distress. Oh, brother, he done. Oh, look at this mess. Oh, dear. <laughs> so all pro-blacks get to... <laughs> hey, so all pro-blacks be like, hmm. They initiate black man crypt tonight. It's over for him. Game 
Dr. Umar, you done. She on her knees. She got her hair flipping back and forth. He like, oh, Lord. I'm weak. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let, let me help you. Jeez, that's sweet of you. If I mess up my boss's report, he's going to have a conniption with a capital K. Oh. Penelope Snow. Anton Jackson. <laughs> I'm so sorry here. Thanks, Anton. You're so sweet and cute, too, in a Theo Huxtable kind of way. All right, they already got me copyrighted. Hey, man, hey, he looking at her feet. Looking right here. He looking at her feet. He like, oh, Lord, are those, those toes? Not the feet. Mm. <laughs> All right, not the feet. All right, they already got me right here on this one. They already got me copyrighted, shuffling. That was fast. <laughs> we got to take it down so uh anyway i know brothers i know she got her feet out she got her legs out you looking at the chicken cutlets like oh lord flatbacks uh so check out undercover brother if you guys want to get a foot yeah copy yeah it says right here warning heads up we've detected copyrighted audio and video in your stream your stream it says a note here like your stream could be pulled down. Let me see what it says. Your stream may be temporarily blocked. So they get you live on the copyright. So that happened last time. That's why I knew they were going to copyright. All right. So anyway, shout out to Jay Palmer in the building. Thank you for the truth. He says for the truth. All right. Kevin is in the building. Social security is set to be depleted by 2035. Oh, boy. Hey, America would be almost done for. At that point, because what are you going to do? You got baby boomers on their last leg. You got people, Generation Xers trying to retire. Yeah, man. And did you guys know uh, child support is an extension of um, a lot of the money that comes out the Title IV D, D money that the federal government matches to state funds comes out of Social Security as well. So people who do take advantage of the child support system are depleting the Social Security money as well. You'll have nobody to blame but yourself when you're depending on social security. Mm. Abel returns to eating, sending nothing but love, baby. Got nothing for love for you, baby. As always, Matthew 19 and 12, loving it. He's loving the monk mode out there. Uh, Christian says, do you believe World War III or civil unrest is near? Shit, that's a tough one. Uh, right now, we can have civil unrest ready to go right now. But uh, yes, we're we're on the brink. We're on the brink of a definitely a World War Three. I know people are like, dude, you guys are doom and gloom over here. We're on the brink, man. I mean, I think if uh, Biden does have two and a half more years, uh, people don't really care about him. I think China could go in and on Taiwan. That could escalate things really quickly. You can have anything in the Middle East could break off uh, right now. It could be popping off on and popping real quick. And, um, you know, Russia did it. Russia did it somewhat smart. We thought they were just going to run up into Ukraine and then plant their flag in Kiev. That's what we thought. We were waiting for it. Guess what? Russia was like, nah, we ain't going to do our war like that. Like that. All on, all on the TV, all on the video. <clears throat> so, um, man, what an interesting time to be in historically. I never would have thought until I became aware of what was going on. I never would have thought that we could turn back to this type of breakdown. I thought we had it all figured out, but 
you know, what's happening is the house of cards is collapsing. We're in the end of the old America. It's the old America is done. Uh, you guys that are going to get swimming pools in your backyard and live off credit. That's going to be gone for a hot minute. Uh, people have taken the money right off the top. Right in your face, by the way. Right in your face. And they are gone with the money. <laughs> like, they go, like, we going to take the money. Remember all that free money? PPP loans and all that? They found a way to just steal your money. All of you crypto investors, they got in there. Y'all was buying a dip, 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 dip. And people was putting their money in into the safest way to grow your money exponentially. They was throwing in hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then they was rising the price up. And then guess what? They ripped their money back out. They 10 exit. And they y'all sitting there putting in $50 a month. They did that to crypto. They ripped, they pulled their money out in November. They was like, all right, we 10x our ish. We out. Skedaddle. They did that to the stocks. What do they call it? Pump and dump? They pumped and dumped. Pump, 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 pump Bitcoin to $61,000. It was like, <laughs> pump and dump. <laughs> and then they nutted down your chin. I mean, so anyway, it'll be back. I mean, it'll be back, but it ain't going to be back the way it was. All right. That was all pumping. That was all taking money and pumping, dumping it. Somebody said, who was they? I love that. Well, who is they? Hold on for a second. You want the right names? Hold on for a second. I'll give you names. I'll give you names right now. You want some names? I'll give you some names right here. I'll snitch. I'll snitch. Big, he says different names, same addresses. How big businesses got government loans meant for small businesses. You want some names? I got some names for you. You can't handle the truth. All right, hold on. Are they naming names? I, I want to list the names. <laughs> I want to list the name. Hold on for a second. Uh, some of them didn't return. Here's the entire list of public companies that got your money. Here it is right here. Hold on. Oh, can y'all see the screen? Oh, I don't got the names either. Where, where the names at? Give me a list. Oh, here we go right here. Is this the list? Excuse me. List of largest PPP loan publicly traded companies got. All right, here you go right here. Oh, here you go right here. You want some names? Here's the names right here. Um, biggest companies that got PPP loans. Remember. This is over a billion so far. Here's some companies. These companies got 126 million. AutoNation, 80 million. Roofs, Chris, 20 million. Um, Shake Shack, 10 million. Some of these people were supposed to give their money back. Uh, here we go right here. Let's see if anybody else we got here. Air T Company, 8 million. How much did y'all get? How much did y'all get? Uh, $1,600. That's what y'all got. Somebody said BlackRock. I think they're on this list. But look at this. 4 million, 4 million, 4.7 million. US Auto Part Network, 4 million. All these companies just went in there, got your money. Pharmaceutical, 3 million right here. 
All right, it's, it's sitting right here. I know you didn't get $3 million. These companies did not need the money. They did not need, not Nathan's famous hot dogs, $1.2 million. These companies did not need the morning money more than you need to be, uh, needed the money. They got your money, <laughs> right? These companies got your money. So uh, with that being said, uh, they, what was what was these companies had eighty million dollars right here? Eighty million, one hundred twenty six point four million, twenty million, twenty million, fifteen million, ten million, fifteen, ten, ten, ten. They got your money. The Lakers got five million. I think the Lakers were on the list. I saw them down here. Where the Los right there, Los Angeles Lakers, four point six million. The Lakers. How the Lakers got four million dollars? They got four point six, and they paid LeBron thirty six. Why? How the Lakers got money? <laughs> what they do with your money? They got your money. They was like, might as well put put the name in. So this is what we're talking about out here. This is what we're talking about. And so this was the scam where everybody was like, we're going to take money right off the top. The government going to put it out there. We're going to just take it right off the top. And these are people that took it in place of needing businesses that needed it. And they never, we're never going to recover from that. That's just my point on it. We're never going to recover from that. They got a $20 million head start. These companies got 18, 15, 10, 5 million head start on you. And so now you're like, okay, I'm adjust to these gas prices. These people gone, man. They like, bro. We, we ahead of y'all and we ain't looking back. So good luck in life. That's how they looking at y'all. They like, good luck. And they're not going to feel sorry for you. Shout out to uh, Real Fit Style says, my sugar baby ripped my condom off the other night. And he says, the sugar baby doesn't know that I had a vasectomy. <laughs> they will try that. Yes, I've had a couple of girls try that as well. Okay. Because let's just be honest. We're talking about termination. of Women don't like condoms either. Like a condom is something that they might use because they don't want to catch the STD. They're not really worried about pregnancy because they're hopped up on birth control. So, but in the, I've, I've had situations where uh, girls were like, oh, I'm not on birth control but they was letting you want to let you run up in there. It's crazy. You're like, boy, you taking a risk. And then they'd be like, dump it all in me, baby. Do whatever you want. She hit me with this. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Uh, Malik comes in with this one why now poke to cause mass infertility and i can't um uh i can't uh say the other name right there all right <laughs> but yeah why now um maybe they know something maybe they know something but uh we'll see that in due time he since 86 says Jasmine Wright's donation. My girlfriend confused as F right now. She listening to me. She's like, what? How dare you? Shout out to your girlfriend listening. She's like, what is this? False alligator fund. Shout out from boob for the false alligator fund in the building. All right. Mr. Gonzalez says, coach, I'm in Vegas. Recommendations on steakhouse. Um, I don't have a good recommendation for you. I would stick with the classics. Because I haven't been that um, 
engaged in culture in Vegas. So I would just hit you with the Mandalay Bay buffet. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I would do. That's what I would say on that one. But stick to the classics. All right. They got Fleming and all that stuff here. And Bruce Chris and all that. It's Friday night, though. Reservations got to be nuts. Dewan is Alexander. What is a woman? This is where we are in life, where we are having these conversations, right? And they're like, well, we really can't say scientifically what a woman is. Oh, my God. But they know what a woman is when it comes to terminating the pregnancy. And they're like, this is a woman's issue. What is a woman? Oh, damn. Mm. <laughs> Mimic the second says, stop patrols. Stop patrols. Thank you, Mimit the second. Gemini writer, and I believe her too. Where were we at? <laughs> the hot sauce in the purse? I'm not sure. Uh, Keon says, stop bringing political, coach. I know it's tough to bring political. Stop bringing political. Man, po politics are all enwrapped into our, our issues. Moose Hefner says, what does hot sauce in their purse mean? It means that it's she needs the hot sauce so much she has it readily accessible. She's trying to say ninjas do this too. Ninja, ninja, ninja. Do we need to play that clip? Timmy says seeking uh terminations.com is on sale now for one million dollars. Wow. Boy, oh boy, man, boy, what a world to live in. Mr. West, coffee money for. Darth CGA in the building. Thank you, sir. Ninja, ninja, ninja. <laughs> All right. They really got us down here. Shout out to Mr. West. Uh, that Kaylee, that Kaylee Knight coach hit different. <laughs> uh, especially when you get one that's not a mud shark. You know what I mean? Like, I can't deal with mud sharks. You know what I mean? Like, I got to, they turn me off. It would be quite racist to even tell you why it turns me off but they gotta be never mind but yeah when that kaylee night hit you got that itis real quick errol <laughs> oh, l says china will invade during the presidential election in my opinion oh man mm. the 2024 election is gonna be quite interesting we we discussed in the members live chat or no, in the money mindset. Did I put up the replay? We discussed what the 2024 election is going to look like. We already gave you the precursor. It wasn't just me. But yeah, we got we got two candidates already that are going to be the two candidates. And uh, it's going to be interesting. Miles Chumley, women crying about this in this recession coming up. They crying about everything. Like, what are they not crying about? They're crying about not getting married. They're crying about not getting pregnant. They're crying about getting pregnant. They're crying about the recession. They're crying about... I mean, what else are they happy about right now? Trevor Lawrence lost $15 million crypto bonus. That's from Larry Portis. There's an article of athletes. I think the Sean Jackson also took a lot of um, money in crypto. That's how he got paid. Let me see here. So at the time, they were like, oh, that's so smart. Remember that? Trevor Lawrence. Okay, here's the list. Athletes that got paid in crypto. Um, here it is right here. Boy, man, timing's everything. You could have win. You could win or lose. Quarterback Trevor Lawrence, tight end Sean Koken, get paid in crypto. Koken will exchange a $920,000 salary for Bitcoin through the money transfer app Spike in December. Wait, is this an updated article? 
this is not an updated article. So this is not updated. So let's go back. Let's go back. Let's update what you what you lost. Uh, seven athletes take a big risk with Bitcoin uh, crypto salary. This is still not updated. Yeah, there's Odell, Odell, Odell Beckham. He took money in crypto. Said in November he would take his $750,000 salary in Bitcoin. Uh, while earlier this month, two players on the Golden State Warriors said their part of their salary will be paid in Bitcoin. Sheesh. It says right here, Mayors Francis Suarez and Eric Adams have received part of their salary in cryptocurrency. Okay, uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, Andre Iguodala, Odell Beckham. Wow, Shohei Otani took some money in crypto. Wow, Aaron Rodgers, Cade Cunningham, Trevor Lawrence. Yikes. Damn. Now, they work for free, bro. Maybe, well, if they keep the money, if they keep it in when it rises in three to four years, they'll be good. Somebody said, finessed. Mm, what a world we live in, man. Somebody says, I'm not bet my See, something like that, you can't bet your future on. Now, let's just say it turns around in about three to four years. They still own that particular crypto. They don't sell. I mean, they can't sell it. Can't sell it. But, uh, yeah, wow. I mean, you're playing currently. You need the money now. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on myself like that. Wow, thank you for sharing that. All right, we got a couple more. And then if we have time, we'll do um, uh, no comment, no question. Just pure love to CGA. Shout out to Mr. D. Jenkins in the building. Mr. Jenkins, are you in the building? All right, Mr. Jenkins is here. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Cash. Uh, who else is in here? God dang. I better catch up over on the PayPal. Kaylin Ferguson says, it's funny how feminists want to say that men have no rights to women's body, but it's actually men who created the birth control pill. Yes, indeed. Uh, they just don't be knowing. You know what I mean? You don't know. Mr. Uh, call you KB. KB's in the building. Appreciate you, coach. Paying tuition, Brody. Appreciate you, brother. All right, KB is in the building. We try not to say government names in the building. There's another government name that I got to avoid here, I believe. Maybe not. We're going to call you Marcus A. Finally paid off my expensive-ass car loan. I'm officially debt-free and can focus all my finances towards self-improvement. Bet on yourself, my LLC, or whatever I want. There is no feeling like not being a debt slave. If, I, if it weren't for you and Aaron Clary, I would still be at my parents' place going nowhere in life. You... You leaders of men gave me the encouragement and the kick in the ass. I needed to go make something of myself in this world. May the free agent lifestyle never die. Appreciate that, brother. And congratulations on not being a debt slave. It is a part of life that many people will not live. Let me see here. So a lot of people won't live that life. So you're going to live that life and you're going to enjoy life so much more than probably 80% of people in America. That slavery is real. It's it's the continuation of chattel slavery. All right. Other than and as far as institutional uh, uh, prison slavery, Caitlin Ferguson says the only thing left now 
is to make paternity tests permanent for uh, before birth certificates are signed. <clears throat> I wonder if the Supreme Court would hear that case. Like, I, I wonder if they would hear that case for us to be able to to um, for us to be able to get ahead of that game. If that dude, that's a game over. SAU engineering, he says, but the diets don't work the same for you, coach. Have an excellent Friday night. The diets don't work the same. I actually deleted that clip. I'm going to have to get that back. I want that lady sitting up all on that chair. Just do swoosh. I just watched a video of two Kayleys visiting the woman who raised them in Nigeria. The father's married and stayed there. Interesting. Two Kayleys that were visiting the women who raised them in Nigeria. Hmm. <clears throat> Hold on. Interesting there. <clears throat> They're not American Kayleys, are they? <laughs> American Kayleys are quite different from the European. The European Kaylee is quite different. Where are we at here? All right, I got just do swoosh. We're rounding the corner. Seven o'clock. I got to be out of the door by eight-ish. Junior college time. Potentially. Kaylin Ferguson says the only thing left now. Wait, how did I skip you? I knew I skipped somebody. I was like, where is Kaylin Ferguson here? All right, we got a couple more. Sorry. Hang around. Who is this? It's Sizzo, and he says these 304 is shuffling because of Roe v. Wade. City boys up a thousand points right now. We are definitely up a thousand points on this week, and uh, you know what's happening. These girls gonna be going for it. You know what's gonna happen. They're gonna aim for your neck. Warren Buffett says crypto is a scam because crypto doesn't produce anything real. That is from SAU. Appreciate that one. Uh, people took some L's on crypto for sure, uh, but it'll be back. Not any time soon. Old man from Indy Coach, for the guys asking, the Vets Steakhouse and Bar, 3770 South Las Vegas Boulevard, the best in town. And I got to remember that one. But Vets Steakhouse in Las Vegas. All right. Was that Las Vegas Boulevard? Yes, indeed. I believe it was. All right. Last few cash apps. And uh, who do we got over here? A&A Radio Womenists are uh, taking hella L's this year. Yes, they are. All right. James D. Daggett says, invest in coat hangers, coach. Hoes mad in the building. <laughs> and they're going to find a way to get y'all, just so you know. Where's Elizabeth Warren? She's raging mad. You see Elizabeth Warren? Let me see here. She said she was mad. All right. I was like, man, what? And you know who else is mad? Maxine Waters. Elizabeth Warren mad. This is how mad she is going bonkers. Where's that at? Let me see here. I am angry, she says. Let's see if this is the clip. I am angry because we have reached the culmination of what Republicans have been fighting for, angling for. She literally was a Republican. <laughs> Until she got hot sauce in her purse. She literally was a Republican. She wrote the book. She wrote the book, The Two-Income Trap, that was against women leaving the house to focus on their career. So I could focus on my career. And then she switched sides. For decades now, and we are going to fight back. Yeah! I am. She going to pass out, bro. I'm angry because of who will pay the price for this. And we're not 
another state. They can fly to another country. They can get the protection they need. This will fall on the poorest women in our country. This will fall on those who have been raped. This will fall. That's false. We already proved that. This, this is false. Actually, what she just said is false both times. That's true. Work three jobs. That's false. <laughs> so I could focus on my career. All right. I will. I gave her a true in there. I gave her a true. She said three jobs. Work three jobs. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right. She three out of four on her talking points. She three out of four false on her talking points. To be able to support the children they have. Well, I am here because I am angry. And I am here because the United States Congress. Man, she can't. Her vocal cords and her esophagus can't handle this. Her chest going to cave in. Can change all of this. Yes. Yeah. She going to pass out. She about to be out. Fake outrage. These people behind her. Yeah, we'll do it. She ain't going to do nothing. She old enough to know. She old enough to know. And we are not going back. <laughs> not ever. No. So say it with me. We are not going back. We are not going back. Not ever. Not ever. I got a question. This is just, this might be an insensitive question. But we're asking. I'm, I'm just as a frame of reference here. I'm looking at the crowd of the young ladies that are in the crowd. I have to ask, what is the likelihood of these women getting pregnant? I'm just asking, just as a question. Like who letting off in these groups of people? Like, I mean, you guys can see what's going on here. I'm looking at these groups right here. There ain't a five in the building. There ain't a fiver to be seen. <laughs> I'm just like, who letting off in them? Brothers? You know brothers roaring down in this one. This one right here? You know a brother's like, ooh, she got that Rachel Ray going on. I know brothers are hitting it, but I mean, this one? I Listen, nasty boys, come on, man. We got to have a talk. Nasty boys, we gots to have a talk. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know if it's that bad. All right, nasty boys, let's get it together. All right, we do have... Did I get SAU? Uh, who else is in here? Old man for Indy so told us Bavettes. All right, so we did have... Let me make sure we got them all. The dictator says, shout out to D Jenkins in the building for trying to steal my name. D Jenkins in the building. The Jenkins from uh, Gary, Indiana. Them Jenkins. All right, how much time we got left? Do we want to Oh, we do have a little clip that we want to play of uh, Dr. John. Um, this is another indication of where things are going. Uh, let's see here. We'll, we'll, we'll play the audio only of Dr. John Deloney. <clears throat> 
and let me go ahead and skip ahead. And this is a 50-something-year-old woman who's jealous of the life her 20-something-year-old daughter is living. Let's go ahead and play this. All right, let's go to Becca. Becca, we're playing audio only because they don't like us to play our videos. Quote, Becca from Whiteland, Indiana. Whiteland, Indiana. I'm jealous that my daughter is living the life that I want. Who do you think is going to get blamed for this one? I'll give you one guess as to who's going to get blamed for this woman being jealous of the daughter living the life she wants to live. Whiteland, Indiana. What's up, Becca? Hey, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> hey. I truly appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much. I haven't got a good hey in a long time. Hey. So that, <laughs> that made my morning. So what's up? Okay. Um, I am struggling with, I guess, life not turning out as I hoped it would. Hmm. Princess mentality here. Um, and what I mean, <laughs> I thought, are we all? Um, what I mean by that is, I don't know if I want to say jealousy, but my daughter, I think, I feel like she basically has the life that I want. Oh. And I know that sounds so wrong. I'm, no, I'm not at all. My, I have a it's very good relationship with my daughter. Okay. Um, and her, but her boyfriend, fiance, he's, you know, he's very attentive. Um, he just asks if she needs help with me. He wants to do things with her. He wants to be with her. He's, financially stable wow wow so she's calling out i'm not happy <laughs> wow she's got the man of his her dreams and i got this bump on the log and you know again i am so happy for her and you know i feel like i do have a blessed life but it's just kind of like i feel like you know oh because i recently um i've been reading your book and it's kind of a lot brought a lot of i guess bricks out yeah and um and i recently just like about a week ago just i just kind of had a meltdown yeah and my daughter was witness to it and so there you go there's the meltdown again there's the whole thing of these people are can't deal with life she's in indiana how are how hard can life be but she can't deal with life. She's gonna have a meltdown. You have the life that I wanted. I'm stuck here, miserable and married. I'm can't. I'm not happy. <laughs> so it was just. It was hard. I mean, it was yeah. like kind of everything just it's came so hard. Up. Yeah. And just she up. was there for me, and you know. It's I hope you didn't tell your daughter this information. Unbelievable. It's a lot. So so. Yeah. How old are you? I am 54. 50. Hey, take notes, guys. The last 40 years are going to be tough. Ladies, the first 40 years of your life are going to be fantastic. The last 40 years is going to be a struggle. Yes, it is. And this, let me, I won't give away the secret here. And I've been married for um, almost 32 years. Oh, so you're still married. Yeah. yeah. So these are hard. When you are, man, there's a lot here. Number one, thank you for being. He got nothing, so he's going to revert revert back to simping and blaming the, the husband. Right. Mm -hmm. Number two, you're not crazy, okay? 
you're not <laughs> you're not nuts. All right. Number three, when you first start to realize what you're carrying around those bricks, mm-hmm. I don't know somebody that has not had a sit down and weep heavily. I don't know that person. Yeah. Give me myself a included. Yeah. I'm gonna when I realize I'm I was, gonna go ahead to the part where he disses the husband. Marriage and he has honored that. Here it and is. I've even talked um for example, she you know, we she didn't want to have sex before marriage and he has honored that and I've even talked to her about it and she's like, No, Mom, we have it. He's you know, he's <laughs> you're very, peer pressuring her, like, come on. <laughs> I doubt that, but continuing on. She's like, no, 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 I no, I'm, don't. I'm messing I mean, with you. I'm messing with you. Uh, but, but he, 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 he upholds her values, right? Her boundaries and probably vice versa. Yeah. So let me, let me absolutely. tell you two things. One is he's not perfect. He's an illusion. No. Okay. Sure. There's no such thing as Mr. Right. That, that, that entity doesn't exist outside of a Marvel show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really tempting to look at your life as it has been. And the compromises you've made, the things that your husband has steamrolled over, whether those are your needs, your desires, your dreams, your where you want to live, all those things. Did you say steamrolled? The husband steamrolled all over your life and dictated everything, and she just went along with it as she was a helpless creature? That's right. There's going to be, a, gonna be a, a litany of them. It's easy to look at your what your daughter has and say, if I had had that, what I'll tell you is yeah. that's great that he up that he listens to her values. That means he loves her, and that's great, and yeah. that's great that she trusts him with her boundaries. That's great. Um, but you're superimposing your regrets on a fantasy, and so I want to caution mm-hmm. you about that. Okay, it's not real. He might be great. Yeah. He may be wonderful. He's not perfect. Okay. 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 The Fair second now. thing is, have you sat down? Here we go. Any point over the last thirty years. And told your husband, here's what I need. Actually, I did. Okay, um, how we, we had actually a long talk over the weekend. Uh, and I told but, him, I said, here's you, what like, I want you to do. You did for the first time in 30 years, right? No, no, we've actually. No, Dr. John, no. No, it wasn't the first time in 30 years. You think this is the first time in 30 years? She says, we need to talk. By the way, we need to talk means I've been thinking about this for the last three weeks and I'm armed with all the information and I'm about to blindside your ass. That's what it means to him. He's sitting there chilling with his hands down his pants. He wanted to get sucked off and now she wants to blindside him. We need to talk. I'm not happy. (laughs) Before, it's just kind of like, um, okay, you know, and he's like, well, am I in trouble? No, 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 I just want to talk. There but, it is. Um, I told him, I said, I want you to make a list and, you know, things that you think that. He's like, make a list. Oh, my God. Really? Jesus. I'm sitting here chilling. I've been working all week. You want me to make a list of what? I could do to make our marriage better um, or whatever. And and I'll have a list and we'll sit down and talk. So he I gave him a pad of paper and he wrote down three things. And I'm like, that's it. Well, yeah, that's all I can think of. And like he trying to get over with the damn assignment. He like, here, here's three things. What the fella? <laughs> he threw the pad back at her. Yeah, just work on these threes. Uh lay on your back, suck on this salami right down the gullet. That's all I want. Yeah, peace, quiet, and freedom. I want a divorce. Okay, be brutally honest. He said, No, that's that's it. 
and he wrote down a communication intimacy and he felt like he could help more. I was like, well, that's not really me. He said, but well, I know I need to help more. And, um, the, the communication has, you know, kind of always been an issue. Um, the intimacy deal is it's hard for me because I have fibromyalgia. I've had some issues with, I think things in our past and things early on in our marriage. Um, I've been to the doctor because for whatever reason, this is going to sound truly bizarre, but there's been times when we've been intimate and I will suddenly have a, like a thunderclap headache. I don't know if you guys know that that's, that's a good marital trick. Uh, she'll start to say it's painful. It hurts. I'll get a thunderclap headache when we're intimate. Oh my God. So you, what a thunderclap headache. (laughs) Oh, you know, only when we're intimate, (laughs) I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? I got a thunderclap headache. Hold up. There's nothing strange about that. Sex with your sex with your husband is not safe for your body. Whoa. Did you hear that that might be the biggest simp line I have ever heard Dr. John say in my life. Did you hold up? I got to rewind that. that that's, there's nothing strange about that. Sex I, with I, your I, I, sex I mean, with your husband is not <laughs> safe for your body. Oh, shit. Wow. Wow. Imagine you're being married for 32 years and you find out your wife is saying, or you go to a therapist that says sex with your husband is not safe for your body. Game over. (laughs) Continuing. So, I mean, it, I'm like, and of course, he's just like, wow, I'm just that good, huh? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Which is no, a classic I, thing for just... an idiot to say in the middle, right? <laughs> this is tough. He's an idiot now. He can't tell a joke. He no sense. Wow. Jeez. I mean, you know, he he was basically, you know, know. he was like, how can I help? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, of course, of course, of course. course. And and of course, I'm like, you know, grabbing my head and just like bawling my eyes out, you know, and it lasts for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. And doctors, they don't know anything about it. I'm like, well, what do I do? And it's like, well, here, take this pill. I'm like, I take a lot of pills. Thanks a lot. The doctor knows you're lying. So he like, man, just take the sugar pill and go on about your day and give your husband some peace leave. So here's so, the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just in the very limited things you're telling me, mm-hmm. sitting down and saying, what are a couple of things or what are all the things that can make our marriage better? Mm-hmm. That's th- that is a way to distance yourself from you. And the whole crux of this book is you looking in the mirror and saying, I need this. Mm-hmm. And you haven't done that probably ever. You may have said, I want this, or it would really be nice if, but just, just I'm reading between the lines here. This guy mm-hmm. hurt you before. 
Oh, wow. How, how did, where did you get that from? Where did you get that the husband hurt? Bruh. Where? She hasn't even told his side of the story yet. This is what happens when you go to Barrow's Cup. How, where, where did he hurt you? She called in because she was jealous of her daughter's husband and her life. And now we didn't jump to this. Yeah. Okay. And she said, yeah. it may have been multiple times. And for any number of reasons, for the sake of the marriage, for the kids, for the appearance, for whatever, the security and the financial safety, whatever the reasons. Yeah. And I almost left him a couple times. There you go. So you've put this entity ahead of you for a long time. And mm -hmm. that's the way we're taught. That's the way Sunday school taught people. That's the way schools and parents talk. It's this thing. But if the people in this thing aren't safe and aren't okay, this thing doesn't work. Now she's not safe in her own marriage of 32 years. She's not safe. This is what happens. And then she's going to walk off with half the money. Everything he worked for and saved and sacrificed. Sure, is he perfect? No. But everything he's worked for, she going to great divorce his ass and go out into these streets and get pumped and dumped. And he going to be half the money out. Wow. A, a little bit more. It's like focusing yeah. on the building, on the building. And we don't need steel. Let's just use styrofoam because we're focusing on the building. And it's like the building's going to fall down because the yeah. pillars aren't strong. And mm -hmm. so instead of sitting down and saying, hey, what are the things? Write down everything, brutally honest, that you can make this marriage better. Don't do that, mm -hmm. by the way. Say, what do you need from me to give you a life that gives you peace so that you can. I need you to leave. That's what I need. Give me what I need. Because for 35 mm -hmm. years, you have not. This dude said 35 years, the dude hasn't done nothing for her. He's done nothing for you in 35 years. And yeah. that's going to come back to, oh, I do this. I do. And you know what? He's kind of right on one of the issues, on, on probably all the issues. I don't, he's probably right. I think it's fair when he writes communication. It's not what he thinks. But I don't know how yeah. often you've sat down and said, I still can't breathe sometimes when I think about what you did. What did he do? <laughs> like, what? Did I skip that part of the show? What did he do? Well, and I, I told him, I said, I said, you have to understand. I said, there are certain things that maybe you do that maybe are, are triggers. And he said, well, that's not fair to punish me for things that happen. And I, I'm trying to make him understand it, it's not you. It's just something I have to deal with. And I am seeing somebody right now. Right. So listen, um, this, wait, wait, wait. She is seeing somebody right now. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 wait. A, a doctor? Who is she? Idea of, well, you can't punish me for that is, that's, oh, that language pisses me off, man. Because it takes but somebody he, else's he's hurt. He's really honestly a good guy. I, I, really I, I, listen, listen, listen. Just, Hold on. Now you're going to defend him. And that's what you've done for 30. Just something I have to deal with. And I am. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. She's about to say she's seeing someone on the side. And then he's going to say he's dumb for saying you're punishing me by withholding. Did you hear this? She did sneak that in there, ABO. She said, I'm seeing somebody. Wait a minute. 
What is going on, man? This is trip. Somebody right now, right? So, listen, um, this idea of well, you can't punish me for that is that's oh, that language pisses me off, man. Because it takes somebody he, else's hurt. really honestly a good guy. I, I, really I, I, listen, is. listen, he listen, just... hold on. Now you're going to defend him, and that's what you've done for 35 years. Stop. Woo! This is absolutely incredible. This is the all-time one for Dr. John. This is horrible. Okay. I believe he's mm -hmm. probably got some great qualities. Awesome. You, your body is not safe with him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. That doesn't mean he's going to hurt him you. There's, yeah. Right? No, I don't believe he won't hurt me. No, I, exactly. Exactly. But right when it starts to get very, very real, you roll off into trying to defend him and protect him. And it's fine. It's okay. I just need to. I get headaches every once. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Does she get the thunderclap headaches when she's smashing the other dude? You have to own what happened. Period. And he's right. Um, punishment never solves anything. It just doesn't solve. It's just not going to help. But. Right. Your pain and your hurt isn't punishing him. Yeah. Your pain and your hurt is something you got to heal from. It's so what about her cheating? No, nothing. She admitted she was cheating and they ran. He ran past that one. Wow, man. Hey, I'm done with this particular video. I got to Uh, wow. I, I, I thought when I heard that one, I was in shock. I was on the floor. Like this cannot be real. Anyway. This is what people deal with. This is what happens when you go to marriage counseling. You get ran over just like that, right? And you won't see it coming. It's going to be a train wreck. You're not ready for it. Chairman Mo is in the building. Good morning from China, Darth CGA. He says, it is one of your dark side acolytes, Chairman Mo. When I heard the lady say the thunderclap, right? He says, the first thought that came to my mind is that the husband is the one who needs to do some thunderclapping at the junior college he definitely does and he says he's that good he needs to be at the junior college because why you thunderclapping a 52 she's 51 and she's super duper i'm not happy i'm not happy she's about to wreck your life <laughs> and she's cheating on you x uh sitting this one out says xx's aren't mad at us they mad at god all right you guys got to remember that all right now, i didn't be i didn't make you become a woman and i can't change the circumstances around you all I can do is live my life and protect my own personal me. Zero Fallout says John got no shame in his game. His his demographics must be highly um, women, lean toward women, like 70%. That's the only way to do it. Zero Fallout says he got no shame in his game. Wow. Anyway, what time is it? Junior college appointment, possibly. She's going to be a little bit flaky. So I'm sensing some flaky vibes. So I'm going to jump in the shower real quick, get all fresh and so clean. 21, nice, flat-backed it. Uh, coach Kryptonite for sure. <laughs> we going to see how it goes. Um, anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy the rest of your evening out here. And we're going to leave you with uh, Francisco and in these streets.